This is a News Talk 94.1 special presentation. One of the special days that our community celebrates every year, the National Day of Prayer for Putnam County. This year's Day of Prayer, a bit different than normal, moved from the county courthouse to a virtual Day of Prayer, featuring local pastors joining together for a very special service. The National Day of Prayer order of service begins with music featuring Cheyenne Lewis and Eli Vaughn. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, I worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your holy name, sun come. It's a new day dawning It's time to sing your song again Whatever may pass And whatever lies before me Let me be singing when the evening comes Bless the Lord, oh my Oh, my soul, worship your holy name. Sing like never, sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I'll worship your holy name. Your rich in love and your slow to.
until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so Of the goodness of God, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You were close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend, and I have lived. In the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will sing of the goodness You are listening to the National Day of Prayer Service, the Putnam County Service 2020. Where the Upper Cumberland talks. WUCT, All Good, Cookville, Gainesborough. News Talk 94.1, AM 1600. The service continues. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation 
under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody today to the National Day of Prayer. If there's ever been a time that we need to come together as a people and lift up our leaders and our nation and those around us, today is clearly one of those days. And so it is a great privilege to get to be here today. And and uh, there are over 60,000 gatherings today of people coming together to pray for our nation and, and what God is doing. And I'm, I'm grateful for the, the moments and time of worship we had this morning uh, for Cheyenne and Eli leading in that and for Melissa leading us in our pledge. And uh, thankful for Stonecom opening this up and allowing us this opportunity. And many of you may be listening on 94.1, very grateful for that and for, for having this on Facebook Live as we have uh, gone digital this year. And uh, some of you may be wondering about the history. Well, the nation has always been a nation of prayer. I, I believe God formed this nation to glorify Him. And in 1775, as they were trying to put together their constitution, they, they invited people to come together for a day of prayer and, and asking the Lord for wisdom. And I believe that God gave them wisdom. I, I am so grateful for our constitution, so grateful for this nation that we have that we can lean into the wisdom of our forefathers and that testimony and and then Abraham Lincoln, 1863, in a, a darkness, a time of darkness in our nation during Civil War, called for a day of prayer and fasting as a nation. And then in 1952, a joint resolution of Congress signed by President Truman issued a National Day of Prayer to be a yearly event for our people. And it's something that we, we need to be thankful for. Because in many nations around the world, not only do they not have a National Day of Prayer, but they are not allowed to have a National Day of Prayer. And we need to be thankful. And today we have Randy Porter who's going to come and, and uh, offer a, a declaration. Randy is our uh, county mayor, and uh, we're very thankful for Randy and for Ricky, our city mayor, and, and how they have led the way as we've gone through a tornado, as we've gone through COVID-19, as we've gone through the challenges that have been upon our community recently, I am so grateful, Randy, for you and for Ricky and, and knowing that y'all aren't just leading in your own strength, but seeking the wisdom and the hope of Christ and, and praying for us as we pray for you. And I want you to know that we have been praying for you. Come and share. I guess it's probably a good afternoon now, and, and uh, I'm Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter, and I want to thank you for, for doing this, and I want Marshall Mullins and, and everyone that's involved in putting this on each year. Uh, it's very special. I know it's difficult uh, this year not being able to be at the courthouse and all be together, but uh, uh, we will do the best we can, and I appreciate Larry Stone and Stonecom for stepping up and doing this for our community. Thank you, Larry. You know, the past two months have been some of the most difficult times that uh, our county has ever experienced. Uh, the destruction and loss of life from the March 3rd tornado and then the shutdown of our economy and also loss of life from the COVID-19 uh, virus, which we continue to experience. I know the past two months have been uh, the most stressful stressful for me as your as your county mayor during these tragic and unsettling times, uh, there have been three things that have carried me through. Uh, one is my faith in God. Uh, the second is uh, these two Bible verses that I always go back to uh, in times of need. It says, they come out of Philippians uh, chapter 4, says, Be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, when I'm anxious and I'm stressed and, and in times of need, I go to those verses because they tell me that if we will let everything we need be known in prayer to God, that He is going to give us that peace uh, that uh, man just can't understand how that happens, but it's a peace that uh, in our hearts and our minds that uh, comes through Jesus Christ. You know, the third thing that's got me through this has been all of your prayers. Throughout the past two months, many have 
called and texted and emailed and messaged me that you were praying for me. That seems like a simple gesture sometimes, but it means the world. For it was those prayers that gave me the strength every day to keep going. And I will say from the bottom of my heart to everyone uh, that, that prayed for me, thank you. Uh, because that made the difference. Uh, it makes the difference on a day-to-day basis to be able to go through these troublesome times and yet to be able to continue uh, to go and, and to try to lead our county. You know, as our county continues to recover, rebuild, and, and we try to reopen our economy, and, and as we continue to heal from all our loss, please continue to keep not only our county in your prayers, but your county and community leaders. We need your prayers on a day-to-day basis. Uh, that God uh, will provide us with the strength and the leadership and His guidance on a daily basis that we would make the right decisions for our community that would be pleasing to Him. And, and finally, let me say this. Our future is still bright. As a community, as a county, as we move forward as a state, as a country, because as long as we will look to God for leadership and guidance, He will take us through this. And, and I love the, I love the, there's a, an old doctor friend of mine that, uh, that probably a lot of you remember is Dr. Bill Francis. He had this saying, uh, I heard him say it over and over and over again, it, regardless of what kind of health you may be in, you could have been in bad health, you could have been in good health, you could have been on your deathbed. He always had this saying that, honey, there are better days that are coming. There's better days that are coming. So I'm going to leave that with you that, there are better days coming, and all this stuff that we are going going through this too shall pass. So thank you, and may God continue to bless Putnam County. Randy, if you'll stay up there, we we just like to pray over you, brother. Okay, thank you. And uh, tell you what, if you ever want to quit doing that mirror thing, I think I got a job for you as a preacher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's pray for a brother. Lord, I thank you so much that. Uh, we have a county mayor that we can text and tell him we're praying for him, and he texts back and say, I'm praying for you too, brother. We thank you, God, that you have called him for such a time as this, Lord, that you entrusted him to lead in this time of difficulty. Lord, I, I do believe that you raised men of God to be mighty and strong in times of trouble, and Lord, we thank you for his leadership. We pray now for his family, Lord, that you, you bless them for all the time they have sacrificed recently from the family. We pray now that you bless him physically, Lord, giving him strength in all the hours of sleep that he had to miss in the crazy seasons. We pray now, Lord, that you would give him extra wisdom, an extra like injection, Lord, of wisdom and discernment as we move forward, Lord, that he might lead our county and, uh, Lord, that we might be a bright spot in the nation. People go, what, what is up in Putnam County that they are killing it when everybody else is struggling? And, Lord, we will point to you and give you the glory and the praise because you are king and you are awesome. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank, you. Thank you, brother. Um, as we continue to, to pray, we want to invite uh, folks to be praying. I want to invite Pastor Jason Stanford to come. He's going to pray uh, for Israel and the American Alliance. Wonderful to be with you. Uh, Let us pray. Father, we worship you and we come to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, we pray that your glory would cover this alliance, Lord. Your glory would cover all over America. Your glory would cover all over Israel, Lord. This alliance, Lord, would be strengthened, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for that, Lord, that that we would be dedicated to this alliance. Lord, we pray that there would be enduring peace between our nations, Lord. We pray the peace of Almighty God, Lord, that that bond, that alliance would be will be coated in your peace, coated in your glory, Lord, coated in your strength, Lord, that it could not be broken, no more, no matter what rises up to try to divide it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for that, Father God. To that end, we pray for leaders, Lord. We pray for leaders that will support this alliance in our future, Lord. Not only are we thankful that we have those in our present, but Lord, in our, in our future, will we have leaders that will support this alliance? Father God, we pray for our president. Lord, we pray that we thank you that, Lord, that he supports this alliance. And Lord, I pray and ask, Lord, that America would never be found without 
a person as president who doesn't who supports Israel or we pray always that we will have a president a leader of our nation that will support this alliance in Jesus name Lord God we pray that you'll raise up men and women who love you and fear you to to be members of our Congress and leadership who will support this Israel and American alliance Lord for the glory of God to your credit and to your honor Father God I pray for organizations today Lord that support this alliance that you've raised up Lord to support peace and unity and unison between our countries, Lord. I pray blessing upon these organizations, Lord. May they be strengthened. May their funding increase. May their work continue. May their work expand in this area, Lord God. Father God, for for churches, Lord, pastors. Lord, we, I pray for pastors that have hearts for Israel, Lord, and America to realize that our countries should be aligned together for the good and the glory of God, Father God. Lord, that our churches would support these matters, Lord. Lord, that Christians, Lord, yes, Lord, Christians, Lord, let us see the importance of blessing Israel, Lord. Let us see the importance of that, Father God. And Lord, I'm praying for these organizations that I know that are that, that operate in between the church and Israel, Lord God. But Lord, I thank you for those that you've raised up, Lord, to bring peace in this time. And Father God, I'm praying their membership will expand, Lord God. Their influence over our country will expand, Lord God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, from the young and the old, Lord. Lord, I'm praying right now in Jesus' name across our college campuses, Lord, that, Father God, that Israel-American alliance will be something that will take steam and take root and grow in Jesus' name, Father God. I thank you that every, every word spoken that raises up opposition against this alliance will be cast down in Jesus' name. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, for that. Father God, I pray right now that the people of our nation would see the importance of aligning ourselves with Israel, Lord God. And I, pray, I thank you, Father, right now that truth would rule and reign in their heart. That, Father, every lie would be cast down and it would just fail and go, right, go in one ear and out the other, Lord. But truth, your truth, would lodge deep within their hearts about the importance of this alliance. And, Father, I pray, lastly, that this alliance between our country, America, and Israel, Lord, that it would endure. No matter what takes place, no matter the ups and downs, that we would stand together. It will not weaken over time. It will only strengthen over time, no matter what happens. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for it now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Now I'd like to invite Pastor Steve Warren to come and pray over our nation, our state, and our community elected officials. First of all, I want to say what a great honor it is to be asked to pray over the greatest nation on the face of the earth and all the elected officials. And, you know, I found out a long time ago that prayer changes things. And then there's times when prayer doesn't change things, but it'll change you and you can change some things. And I believe revival is breaking forth from the White House to your house. According to Second Chronicles chapter 7, we know this familiar passage of Scripture says, If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then God says He will hear from heaven and heal the land, and our land needs healing. You know, in the great words of our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, he said, My concern is not whether God is on my side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side because God is always right. And I just pray today as I pray uh, for our elected officials uh, from the local, the state, and the national levels that the blood of protection come over them and over our great nation against this COVID-19, that uh, rehabilitation start. And I pray for the mayors and the governors and city councils, well as the great president and the vice president of our country, that they stay steadfast and diligent and on course Stay encouraged with confidence and wisdom and knowledge to fulfill the mandates that is laid before them. I'm a preacher in old-time Holy Ghost power. I believe that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit of God that, that we are what we are and that we will become what we should become. In Acts 1 and 8, and I'll be brief, it says, But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost hath come upon you to be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. So as we pray today, we're lifting up these elected officials, the people of God that I believe God has in office and will put in office. Father, in the name that's above every name, His name is Jesus Christ. We pray for every elected official. Lord, as Abraham Lincoln said, 
Lord, it's more important, Lord, for us to be on your side because you're a God of righteousness and holiness and truth, a God of protection. And he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And Lord, I, I put these elected officials under the shadow of the Almighty, Lord, from the local to the, to the state. God, from governments all over this nation to the president and vice presidents, Father, I pray, God, that the Spirit of God move over their lives and for direction that only can come. For the steps of the righteous have been ordered of the Lord. And I speak in the name of Jesus Christ that a revival break loose like you said, Lord. In the last days, you would pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters would prophesy. Old men will dream dreams and young men will see visions upon the handmaidens, Father. Lord, I pray God that the Spirit of God just engulf those God that are standing in that elected position that the power of the resurrection be with them and upon them as they endeavor to do the work God to guide this nation to one true and living God his name is not Buddha his name is not Mohammed his name is Jesus Christ the Son of the Most High God and I pray God that the Holy Ghost take over in America and the world we the people speak today. We the people of God cry out for you and it will not be by might nor by power but it will be by the spirit of the living God. Now take over in this nation Holy Ghost and do your work. God lead God direct and protect this great country and everyone that stands in office God. Send angels Father. Lord I believe angels are encamped about us today and Lord I thank you for this day. This is the day the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it for we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth in his name we pray. Amen and amen. Interestingly enough, the theme verse for this year is uh, Habakkuk 2.14, which says, Pray God's glory across the earth, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And boy, we need the glory of the Lord to just move across the earth and and push back this disease and continue to bring us into unity. And we're blessed to have Lieutenant Bass now to come and pray for those in our military and our law enforcement. And come, brother, and pray the glory of the Lord down. Amen. I'm honored to stand before you this afternoon. Uh, some words has been resonating in my mind this morning. I had a former pastor who used to say, or he still says, prayer is the key to the kingdom, but faith unlocks the door. If there's ever been a time that we need, we need to have faith. As we pray today, let's have faith to believe that God will heal our land. I'm reminded of a scripture, 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, and it tells us, exalt therefore that first of all, supplication, prayer, and intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all those in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto a knowledge of the truth. My task today is to pray for law enforcement, military, and first responders. Let us pray. Almighty and all wise God, we come today to first give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. We come acknowledge that you are our one true God. I pray that you watch over all law enforcement. Please give us the strength, the courage, and the perseverance to endure the unjust conditions that we may encounter on our watch. We recommend all law enforcement to your care because our jobs are so dangerous. Father, grant us the wisdom, the knowledge, and most of all, protections 
that we may take, that we may make it home to our loving family when our tour is in. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who have served our nations and made the supreme sacrifice to lay down their lives protecting our freedoms. We pray for all those who have fought, whose spirits and bodies are scarred by wars, who are haunted by painful memories of what they endured. We pray for those now that continue to serve, who stands in the gap to defend this nation from harm, from hurt or harm. Our prayer is that you protect them from all harms, home and abroad. Lord, may we work to end, to end wars and make everlasting peace. Heavenly Father, I pray for all the first responders who stand ready each and every day, laying their lives on the line for the safety of this community. Many have gone on before us and many will come after us. Please bless their families who stresses about them. Dear Lord, please bless each one of our first responders who stands in the gap as if saying, here am I, send me. Lord, please build a hedge of protection around each and every one. And Lord God Almighty, help us to show our first responders how much they are appreciated. May these brave men and women know that their God and their community support them and cares for them. Give us ways to demonstrate our gratitude and our thankfulness for their difficult sacrifice each day. It is in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Dave Hunter has been serving in our community in the area of media for years, and he's going to come now and voice prayer for the media. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Marcia, the ladies with the National Day of Prayer. I'm so honored to be here. I've had the privilege of being in radio for 37 years, a voice in the media. Uh, we've been heavily involved here recently with uh, the movie industry, the entertainment business. We've hung with some of the biggest people, and they need your prayers. And we're going to be praying for the media today with our newscast people, the people who are involved that influence our homes through our social media, through all those avenues. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for each and every person that's represented that's listening today. And Father, I just thank you that you're in control, Father God. Even when there's times that we don't feel like you're in control, sometimes, Father God, we wonder where you are. In the middle of the night, we know that you're there. And Father God, I thank you for always showing up. I pray for wisdom in our media, Father God, for direction for words to speak. Give them the correct words, Father God. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind the enemy. No more lies. No more defeat. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that that is over with. I pray for truth. I pray for the words to speak through our media. I pray that their eyes are open. The blinders are taken away from their eyes. And Father God, they see truth. For those that don't know you, I pray that they become to know you. They accept you as their Savior, Father God. They have a different message. They have a different word to say. Father God, I pray that they report positive. Father God, they report the truth, the facts. And Father God, they give hope in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for everything that you've done for us. And Father God, the things you're going to do for this community, for the people listening right now, and again for the media, for the people flying over right now that are in aircraft, that are praying for our communities, Father God, I thank you for that covering. And Father, we just bless you. We thank you for always being there for us. We know that we're covered with Psalms 91 from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. And Father God, again, we speak to Hollywood. We speak to Bollywood, India, which has a major influence here in our states now. We speak to all of our outlets in New York, Atlanta, all around, Chicago, the influencers of our family through TV, through our Facebook, our social media, that truth will be spoken. And I pray for bold people to stand up and show that they are who they say they are. And Father God, they're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just give you honor, we give you glory, because you know you are doing all things good. And Father God, we're praying for a new media, Father God, and a new media that focuses on you and the truth. And Father, we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
We know that the Lord gave us families and marriages to to be the bedrock of our of our community, and I'm um, going to invite my friend Mike and his wife Julie to come and pray for our families today. Um, in my most recent kind of personal study, I've been kind of falling in, into the uh, part about the kingdom of God coming and uh, and how Jesus taught his people, his, his disciples, you know, how to pray. And he said that the kingdom of God come so that it's going to be on earth just like it is in heaven. And uh, so Lord knows how we've let that get out of hand. And the reason we have is because we've, we've been trying to do all this on our own, and it's a huge mistake. And so the good part is we can go back to that teaching that he taught his disciples and invite him into every circumstance because it was never intended for us to kind of be on our own. And so that's, that's really been rolling over in my heart in a big way. And so uh, when I came here, just on a little bit of a funny side, my daughter said, whatever you do, don't let mama pray because you won't ever be back to work. <laughs> uh, but thinking of marriage and family, it's uh, one of the things that's kept my marriage together for 41 years has been the prayers of my prayer warrior wife. Uh, and, and so I think that's we've invited the kingdom to come in our family and we expect it to come. And so that's what that's how we're going to pray today. And so I want to start out with that. But but I. I uh, let me go on and pray. Father, thank you for the blessing of family. And help us to never take that for granted. Help us to remember that you yourself established the marriage covenant where a husband and wife willy, willfully submit to you and your word and then submit themselves to one another. In Genesis, you said that husband and wife shall become one flesh. So help that to be a reality in mind, spirit, and body, so that the heads of every family renounce selfishness and lay their lives down for one another. Let our children see this unity that only you can create as both husband and wife yield their own wills to your word and to your nature. In Deuteronomy 11, you told the children of Israel that if they would submit to your principles, that they would be abundantly blessed in every area of their lives. In particular, more, Moses told them that their homes would be like heaven on earth, where harmony, contentment, joy, and blessings fill the, the hearts of the whole family. Jesus taught us to pray for God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth just like it's done in heaven. And so we ask, Lord, for your kingdom to come in our families. May our love be agape, which is the God kind of unconditional love for one another. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, help us to reject the eros kind of love that has a hook of selfishness as its motive. This is not natural to our carnality. We have to have your power to do this. And you said the Holy Spirit all through John 14, all through John 16, that you sent him to come and to help us and to lead us and to show us things to come. And so we thank you for that. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that uh, you're coming to help us in, in, in keeping our family strong and keeping uh, 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 us in, on the right track, Father, in Jesus' name. You said in Ecclesiastes 4 that two are better than one. Uh, and you said if two lie down together, it's easier to keep warm. And you said that if one, you're attacked, if there's two of you, that it's easier to drive off the attacker. But finally, you said, Lord, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Let the present, uh, let, let the three strands uh, of our marriages be your presence, Lord, the third strand. If we live there, Lord, where you are, you're a present in our family, families, we know that your intended blessing of heaven on earth can be experienced. We know if husbands cling to their wives and love them like Christ loved the church, that wives will willfully lay their own lives down for their husbands and family. The result will be unity, blessing, joy, prosperity, and health for the whole family unit, and our whole households will be saved according to your promise. 
Father, where we've missed the mark in the family experience, we repent. We bind the evil demonic spirits working to destroy our families, and we ask the Holy Spirit to restore relationship to men's separated family relationships and to bless our marriages and our children going forward. And we decree and declare as your body the kingdom authority over the family unit in, in all the nations where supernatural restoration and blessing will be the result. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time in our nation, uh, the business and industry are under strain. And we need the wisdom of God. We need His supernatural wisdom to move forward. And we've asked Seth Presley to come and pray for that in Jesus' name. Let's uh, pray together for the economy. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for this day and for this opportunity that You've given us to rallied together as a nation and come before your throne in intercessory prayer. God, we could have been born in any other country and some other nationality where we wouldn't have the liberties that we do in America to come together as God's people and call upon your name. And God, as I pray for the economy, Lord, I, I quote the words of Jeremiah in chapter 33 and verse 3 where you said, Call unto me and I will answer thee. And Show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. God, I pray that upon our economy right now. God, I pray for the business owner in our cities and in our towns and throughout Tennessee and across the nation. God, that may be struggling to pay, meet their payroll. They may be struggling to even stay in business. God, I pray for them right now. I pray that you would protect them. I pray, God, that you would comfort them. But not only that, I pray that you would bless them. From the business owner all the way to the teenager that's got a part-time job, I pray, God, that you would heal our economy. God, I believe that you're the, you're the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. I believe that you're the God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And God, I believe that you're able to do above and abundantly above all that we could ask or think or ever imagine. And God, I believe that you're the same God that set our economy in motion in the very first place. And I believe that you can do it again if you so desire. And God, I pray that the best days of America and our economy are not behind us, God. Lord, but I pray that they're before us and they're yet to come. Most of all, I pray that you would heal our land. As Pastor Steve said a while ago, your, Bible, your word says in Second Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Lord, I pray that you would heal our land in this day and hour, God. I pray that your hand would be upon our country again, upon our finances again, upon our economy again. And I pray, God, that you would revive us again, as the psalmist says, so that your people could rejoice in thee. Your man from days gone by, Vance Habner, once said that the best definition for revival is God's people falling in love with Jesus all over again. And God, I believe that that's our need and what we stand in need of in America today is that your people will fall in love with you all over again and reach a lost and dying world for the cause of Christ. God, we thank you for the day. We thank you for all of our many blessings. And Lord, we call upon the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. Education is a gift from our Lord that we take for granted many times. The, the intelligence that He's given us, the ability to make a difference with that, uh, Dr. Sharp is going to come and pray for the education system and the people in our, our country. You know, it's an humbling experience to stand up and, and pray before a group. And, you know, like the, uh, the publican and the fellow who, uh, you know, thought he, he prayed that, Lord, I'm thankful that I'm not like other, those other people. And the fellow, you know, he didn't even feel worthy of standing up. 
So it's an honor to pray always. And when we think about, you know, we're talking to Almighty God, yes. uh, the Creator of everything. And we're told that He knew each one of us before we were even conceived in our mother's womb. And as teachers, and as and, and all of us are products of education of an education system, whether it's public, private, or homeschool. So, as we pray for the teachers and the school administrators and all, let's think about the awesome opportunity that we have as teachers and parents get children to the point where they can be whatever God designed those children to be. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank You for this day and we thank You for the the day of prayer. Lord, we know that every day is a day of prayer. and, And I don't remember where it is. I believe it's in Psalm where it says, In the morning, I will make my request and look up expectantly. So, Lord, as we talk about teachers, we pray that every day that they go into the classroom, that they will look up expectantly and they will be still and know that you are God. And, Lord, may they see each little boy and girl as you see them and as you see us. And we just pray that they will be sensitive to every child and every young person, that they will not see the child or young person where they are now, but where they may be, and that they will honor each little boy and girl and young man and woman in a way that would cause them to feel loved and to feel secure in that classroom. We know, Lord, that a lot of children come into our schools now and they don't feel that at home. They don't have the security of a home life that is conducive to growing in the way that that you would have them grow. So, Lord, we know that every teacher needs to be very careful of the words they use and the tone of voice and how they relate to every child. And sometimes it's not what we say, but it's how we say it. So Lord, we just pray that you would uh, bless the teachers in this country, whether they are in public schools or in private schools or now uh, in homeschooling. All parents are responsible for educating their children in the home. So we just pray that you would bless them and may they look to you, Lord, and may the teachers be the kind of people that would cause other teachers, maybe who are not believers, to say, what is the difference in that person? And they would recognize that it's Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would bless the administrators, building principals, and that you would bless the school, uh, the, the school boards and the county commissions and the city commissions that they would seek to give the resources that are needed to provide for a quality education. And then, Lord, we pray that you would help each one of us to realize that we are teachers, whether they are our biological children or the children of somebody else, or whether they're grandchildren, that we all are expected to be teachers and to show the way for the upcoming generation. And Lord, forgive us. Forgive us when we do not set the right example. We just pray, Lord, that you would cause us to to see the possibilities in each child and each young person. We thank you, Lord, for having living in a country where free education is available 
and where children are not graded and determined what kinds of jobs or professions they can go into when they're very little, but Lord, that they can grow as individuals, and we know that each one of us grow that way. So we just pray, Lord, your blessings on each teacher, and especially now, that you would just touch them and that they would know your presence in their lives. And Lord, may we as parents and grandparents and friends, may we show respect and and honor the teachers and realize that it's it's a very hard profession to be in because teachers deal with every child, every young person, regardless of whether they're whatever situation, whether they're rich, poor, whatever denomination or whatever uh, religion they represent, we deal with all of them, Lord. So help us to treat them as Jesus treats us. And that He gave us the example, You gave us the example, God, through Jesus as being the greatest teacher that ever was. And Jesus said, Suffer the little children to come unto Me. And may we have that same attitude, Lord, as teachers and building administrators. And we just thank You, Lord. And, and as I said at the beginning, Lord, we're humbled by being in Your presence. We make this prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. So grateful that in our community we have such a unity amongst the different churches and different denominations partnering together to see see God move in our city and our nation in prayer for that and grateful to have Pastor Scott McKinney to come and pray for our spiritual leaders of our community. Well, thank you, Steve, and I'm so glad we can gather together. This is a new, unique uh, platform for us to gather today. Of course, we've all seen with COVID-19, a lot has changed, and a lot of our opportunities are different today, and normally we're used to gathering with people at the courthouse and, you know, pray together, but today we find ourselves uh, with you on Facebook and on the radio, and so grateful that we can still gather and pray together what a blessing it is to pray, and uh, what a blessing it is to have the church and to come together as a church and be able to pray together. Um, Steve is right. We have a lot of unity in this community. I was speaking yesterday with some uh, people around uh, other parts of the world that don't have the unity we have here with pastors and different churches that are partnered together. Regardless of a name, we all are under one name, the name of Jesus, and I, I praise God that we can gather under his name to do his work. And I was reminded as I was uh, just preparing for something else this week, how David in Second uh, Samuel chapter 7 decided that, you know, I live in a house of cedar and uh, the house of God is a tent and the ark is held within that tent. And he said, I, I want to make a place, a dwelling place for God. So that was in his heart. And Nathan said, hey, go do what's in your heart. God spoke to Nathan that night and said, no, no, Nathan, you go tell David that I'm going to do some things, not him. It's not his design, it's my design. It's not his desire, it's my desire that matters. I think a lot of times we, in, in building church and growing church, we look at what we want and what we desire instead of what God desires. I believe this is a time with COVID-19 where we paused and we've come together and said, wow, the value of church, the value of gathering. We've, we've recognized that. I hope you have as a people recognize the, the privilege it is to come together in houses of worship and worship. And it's not that we want to do things the way we want to do them. We want to do things the way God wants us to do them going forward. So we gather in this time and say, God, what is your will? How do, how do we truly come together? And we also recognized in our pause that the church is not a building. Uh, and we knew that, but we've been reminded so much that the church is a body. And there are churches in every home, and there are churches in every place. And we must be reminded the value of church and also the value of us coming back together when that time is appropriate for each individual. But I just want to pray a blessing over the churches today. And I ask you as you're riding your car or as you're sitting at your home or work or wherever you are today, that you would also lift up your pastors, uh, those that are entrusted by God to lead you spiritually 
So join me in praying for the pastors and also for our many churches. Father, we love you. We thank you, God, for your love. I thank you, Father, that you sit in heaven. And by your design, design, God, you desiring worship, knowing, uh, Lord, that you created us in your image and you desire for us to worship you, Father, you, you gave us the privilege of a way we can come together and worship. We can know you, Father, personally. And, uh, Lord, we can come together collectively in a place together and we can worship you. We can exalt your holy name. You're truly worthy of that, Father. And I, I miss that opportunity. I know that there are many in our, our nation and our world that are missing the opportunity to come together and worship you collectively together. But God, you're opening up those doors. You're, you're allowing us to come back together here soon. And Father, we are excited about the time of worship. So Lord, thank you for planting churches. Thank you that it was on your heart that we wouldn't be scattered, but we'd be gathered, Father, so we could worship you. That we we could come together and, and, and we could hear the teachings of your word. We could apply that to our lives. We could be the people you've called us to be. And, Lord, we can worship you together. I pray, Father, for the houses of worship, the places, God, that you will uh, gather people in the days, weeks, and months, and years to come, Father. Until you return, Father, we want to worship you. So, Lord, I pray for the church. I pray for the denominations and, and the differences that we may have, God, that we would be unified in your presence. And, Lord, I ask you to be with the pastors. You've called people to serve you, Father. You are the shepherd, the great shepherd, and, and Lord, you have called us as under-shepherds to, to come alongside of you and to seek your face, to know you, Father, and to know your word, and to boldly stand and proclaim the word, your word, Father, with truth, Lord, uh, not holding back, not, not being ashamed of the gospel, but God carrying forth the gospel. We know that the gospel is the only way, the good news is the only way lost people, people apart from a relationship with you, will know you and be changed by you. So, God, I pray that men and, that are called, men and women that are called to, to speak the gospel, God, would do that unapologetically. Father, we would share our faith. We would be uh, proclaimers of truth, God, that we would speak in ways that would lead people to know you and to live for you. So, God, I pray for my, my brothers and, and sisters, Lord, in this world that are called to serve. And, uh, God, I pray that you would use them mightily. I, I pray a hedge of protection around their families, Father. It's not hard being in ministry. It's not easy being in ministry. It's very hard being in ministry. So, Lord, I pray that you'd bless their families. I pray, Father, that your anointing would be upon them, that your blessing would be upon them. Others would see that they are blessed, God, as they serve you. So, Father, I just ask that you would do a work in the families of the pastors in this nation and around this world. God, again, thank you for pastors. Thank you for churches, and thank you for the privilege of worship. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Each year there's a prayer written that we might na nationwide pray together a prayer in unity. And Melissa Taboo is going to come and lead us in that national prayer. If you will join me in this national prayers, we lift it together. Let's pray. Lord, we exist to give you glory. We exist because of your glory. And in your glory as our creator, redeemer, and sustainer, we give you thanks and praise for your every breath, moment you have given to us. We repent of our sin for the shameful things we have done against you and for our silence when we did not speak up to proclaim your name, profess your word, or protect and practice your will. We ask your forgiveness. We pray that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will spread across our nation and the entire earth as we seek your kingdom and righteousness, as we walk in obedience to you and in humble unity love one another. Jesus, the Bible says that you are the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. You have taught us to pray, commanded us to love, and commissioned us to share your gospel of grace. Your glory fills our hearts and families. 
It overflows into our neighborhoods, workplaces, campuses, churches, in our entertainment and media. We give you thanks for our military and ask for your glory would spread and through them as they preserve freedom around the world. We pray for our government that all of our leaders and laws would be filled with your glory, that they would magnify your holy word and honor your will and ways. We pray that your grace and glory would spread to bring hope to the hopeless and love where there is hurt and hate. God, we use us as we pray your promises that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Amen. Well, we thank you for joining us today. We want to invite you to join us tonight from 7 to 9, again, for the National Day of Prayer Facebook Live, and it will be hosted and shared with uh, William Graham, Michael W. Smith, and others as we take today to remember our great and glorious God in all of His fullness. Thank you. The National Day of Prayer service, Putnam County's National Day of Prayer, an annual event, moved this year uh, because of the COVID-19 outbreak from the Putnam County Courthouse to an online and on-air prayer service. And we hope that you have benefited from this time together as we have had the chance to pray for so many sectors in our community and so many people that are hurting right now and as we try to get our community back to normal. Thanks for being with us.